Welcome to another edition of The Insider. This is the official podcast for the city of Murfreesboro. I'm Mike Browning. Our topic today is Miracle League. Our guests are Thomas Laird, the assistant director for the city of Murfreesboro Parks Department, and Angie Keating, director of Miracle League of Murfreesboro. So Angie and Thomas, thanks for being with us for this discussion. Thanks for having us. Thank you. It's exciting. I mean, this whole thing, Miracle League, is really cool. It really is. Uh, we, we were blessed. Our community was blessed. Uh, I guess in 2015, the David Price Foundation and David Price himself really wanted to do something special for his own community. Uh, and he had participated in the Miracle League in Tampa. And so he, he was really adamant about bringing it to Murfreesboro. And that's kind of where it all started. So that's how it started here in Murfreesboro. How did Miracle League start nationwide or worldwide? Actually in Conyers, Georgia. Um, there were some individuals who were playing baseball, um, youth, and there were some adults looking over to the side and noticing that there was a boy who was unable to play baseball. Um, and so he went. the gentleman went back to his Rotary Club and suggested that they do something about that. And so they formulated the original Miracle League in Conyers, Georgia, and it's just kind of taken off from there. There's over 325 leagues all over the United States and Mexico now. So when it started in Georgia, you know, those were the early pioneering days. It's probably changed quite a bit since then in terms of the way it's formatted and the fields and that kind of thing. Very much so. Um, They do training in Conyers, um, they'll actually be doing a training session here in Murfreesboro when everybody's in town. But um, Diane calls it the Bible uh, because it started out of this small little pamphlet and it's gotten up to about the size of everybody's family Bible that's got the generations in there. And she said, you know, we just keep adding things because everyone has wonderful ideas and then there's a couple of things that fail. Um, but really it's just the, the evolution of how is this gonna happen and how can we make it more accessible? Um, and add more individuals to the teams and and the the leagues. Thomas, you alluded to it earlier, but uh, David Price, who's from Blackman High School, that's where he played his baseball and then Vanderbilt in the major leagues and still playing, Um, he saw this in Tampa. Yeah, when he was playing for the Rays in in Tampa, uh, one of the first major league teams he played for, he actually on one of his off days went to the Miracle League in Tampa and volunteered and was a buddy. Uh, and I think he knew right then that he wanted to bring something like that to his community. And so that was the concept behind the Miracle League. And, of course, uh, through his foundation and the city of Murfreesboro really stepped up to make sure that the Miracle League of Murfreesboro was not only meeting the standards of the national organization, but kind of sets new standards for what, what future leagues uh, should look for. Uh, it's just it, the playground and, and the different amenities that we built with the field is it, just has helped transform our community. It's changed the culture uh, within the special needs community and also our local high schools and, and young people because we use student athletes to work with our players. Uh, and so when they go back into their schools, uh, that perception or that interaction between those with disabilities and our local athletes kind of permeates throughout the school. So it's, it's really helped change our culture. Project 1-4 is the foundation you were referring to that uh, David Price and his father and mother are involved with. Um, they do fundraisers almost 
on a regular basis. Right, on an annual basis. And they support a lot of different nonprofits. And, and mainly they're geared toward getting kids active, get them in, in programs in youth. Uh, so they don't, Miracle League is not the only organization that they're funding. I know they do work for help with the Boys and Girls Club and other organizations like that. Uh, but David's parents were really instrumental in helping make sure that the Miracle League itself was not only the standards of national organization, but also raised, elevated here. There's a lot of features at the park that uh, the family really was adamant about. The playground, for example, is one of the state-of-the-art playgrounds within a the inclusion community and uh, and accessible playgrounds. And uh, the Price family was very adamant that they wanted to make sure that everyone was included, everybody that came to the park uh, felt included, and, and it was fully accessible. So, Angie, this... Um is such a joy for the participants and for those who are helping the participants. Uh, if you go to one of these events or see it on video, you just can't help be, be touched. Oh, yes. Yes, I totally agree. We were talking about the prices. Um, it's it's very often that you'll see Debbie and Bonnie out there. Uh, Bonnie more often on the playground. Um, he, he loves being out there and uh, just watching the kids and interacting. Um, they'll even FaceTime David so that he can watch the games um, undercover. But it's, it's just really neat, and I, I say every time that if you have a bad day at the Miracle Field, then you're doing that for yourself because that's, it, it just enlightens us as to how the community can be, um, but just also just a really good day. When you refer to standards, that's impressive that it, the organization has standards. What, what do we mean by that? Well, the field itself is probably the biggest uh, standard that to be part of the National Miracle League. There's only two approved surfaces. Uh, and of course, we obviously have one here in Murfreesboro, but there's only two options that are approved to ensure that the, the fields are fully accessible, that there's no hazards or no limitations involved with the field. Ours uh, is a rubberized surface, uh, so it's not super thick, but it's completely smooth and athletes are able to navigate and move around the field without obstacles. You know, a traditional baseball field, there's lips between the grass and the dirt, there's uh, raised bases, different, none of those obstacles exist. Uh, and to ensure the vibrant and uh, the quality of those surfaces so that they're, like, they're usable for years to come, uh, there's only two approved surfaces. That's one of the standards. Uh, and then a lot of the standards come with the fencing and uh, we have, if you look at the Miracle Field, the dugouts are designed differently. So there's a lot of little things. Uh, keeping player safety in mind is one of the key things. Uh, safety and inclusion. So Thomas, you're involved with the Murfreesboro Parks and Rec Department. How did the city become involved? What was the process that, that joined in partnership? Well, of course, um, the David Price Foundation approached uh, the city and city council, and they directed them to the Parks Department, and that's where a partnership was formed between the city of Murfreesboro and Project 1-4. Uh, and I said that was back in 2015. We started working with Concepts, uh, working with the Price Foundation, and, and directly with David himself. Uh, and so through architect, engineers, and the city council really stepping forward on funding. Uh, the park itself was designed and built in record time. I mean, we started in late 
2015 and we opened on May 6, 2017. And anyone familiar with major capital projects, that's a pretty quick turnaround. The park is located, Angie, um, at McKnight Park. Yes. Um, and it's great when you're driving down Memorial, you can see the field from there and it's, it's impressive. You know. Oh, yes. We have several players that can hit the ball out into Memorial. So. <laughs> <laughs> and they've done that. Right yes, right. yes. Makes for interesting, sometimes hazardous, but uh, it's a good time. And it's also nice that we have a t-ball field right there beside us um, and, the, uh, of course, the playground that Thomas was talking about so that we can have that inclusive play. And the idea is to have the t-ball games going at the same time that Miracle League is on Saturdays so that it's not um, it's not odd for the children to be playing uh, with special needs individuals on this playground so that when they go to school, it, there again, it's a normalcy for them. And like Thomas was saying, it's just trying to change the culture. So nationally, the Miracle League has all-star uh, competition. Yes. And they've had it in other cities, but the great thing is for the city of Murfreesboro, for those of us who live here, uh, it's going to be in Murfreesboro in September. Yes, September 16th and 17th. Uh, we have 125 players coming in from all over the United States and Mexico. So we'll have around 600 people total with their families. And uh, we have directors and partners for the National Miracle League that are coming in. Um, and so it's just going to be a wonderful two-day event for us. And just to showcase our city and see um, how we have turned Miracle League into, in Murfreesboro. And to showcase our Miracle League experience, you know, the kids in Murfreesboro get to experience it every week. There's walk-up songs, their pictures go on the big video board. They have Homer the mascot comes out and dances in between innings. Uh, it's a fantastic experience for our local. Uh, and so we're excited for the national uh, organization to come in and, and players from all over the country to be able to experience that as well. So in some of the locations that the participants have come from it's not quite as elaborate as right it is maybe here. not such a lot of organizations are nonprofit and they're working through volunteers we're very fortunate that the city made a commitment uh, to ensure that our league had the highest of standards and, and quality so we have a, a production team that comes in and does games that announces and and really creates that experience and you know not every league is fortunate enough to have all that we have some very talented people, too, so that helps. Angie, uh, how many cities are in the Miracle League, and, and how did it come about that Murfreesboro got on the list for the All-Star competition? Well, there's 325 right now. I think she's got at least 10 to 15 that are in process in uh, becoming leagues, getting their fields made, like Thomas was talking about, that being such a production. Um, but really what they had looked at initially, this will be uh, the fifth all-star we were supposed to do it back in 2020 but of course that didn't happen and the other ones got pushed uh, but really it was just a selection process if you the the national league had different criteria that they were looking at as far as accessibility um, and really can we put this pro this program on um, like thomas was saying there's a lot of these leagues that there's one to two people that do the whole thing all weekend long and we have a really solid core group um have a really good pitcher and mr thomas laird he pitches our games <laughs> um and just just to have the the backing of the city um 
I, it's, a, it's a lottery to be able to come out and be in the buddy system. We have baseball teams that come out. Um, we have church groups and uh, just a lot of different organizations that are, are begging to come out and help us because they realize what a life-changing thing this is. And so for us to say, here's what we can do to make the All-Star better, you guys have done a great job. This is, it's, it's building blocks every year. And there's things that I've been to every single one of them. And there's things that I've taken away and said, oh, we have to do this. We have to do that. Or no, we, you know, I really like the way that we do that better already. Let's just keep it with this program. But so it was, um, you know, they're going to a different city next year. And it just, it's just a, it was a selection process that we were fortunate to be selected. We were selected the weekend of our grand opening. The Miracle League, the uh, National Miracle League, came to the grand opening here of the Miracle Field in Murfreesboro. And of course, we had worked really closely with them getting to that point. Uh, but after our grand opening and our first day of games, they asked us if we were interested in hosting an all-star event. That's really cool. Now, the uh, city of Murfreesboro has a robust television station, City TV. Absolutely. And you're going to be uh, televising the competition Right. Live all day on that Saturday. Yes, we're, we're very fortunate to have City TV and the, the talented people that work with them to be able to film that and live broadcast it to the families, uh, not only the, the families of the athletes, but also uh, to the citizens here in Murfreesboro that want to watch the games and feel a part of that. Uh, of course, we have limited seating at the fields, and we want to ensure that athletes, families, and, and sure. direct family members have that first opportunity to, at the field itself, uh, but it's a, a phenomenal that City TV has the capabilities to live stream that event uh, throughout the day on the, the 17th. So if you're watching at home on that day, it's a competition, but do you really have, I mean, everybody's a winner, right? I mean, right. do they have teams that at the end well, you we have, declare a winner? We have or? one competitive game, and it is a competitive game. These are high-functioning individuals uh, that are chosen to be part of the competitive. So we'll have one competitive game at one o'clock uh, on that Saturday. The rest of them is it's an all-inclusive and it's the buddy system. There's something we do that I think a lot of leagues don't do. If you'll notice, we use, now they're safety balls, but we use real baseballs and real softballs in terms of size and all. They're not foam balls, they're not foam bats. They use real bats. Uh, that's one reason we're adamant about having our buddies or partners to be uh, student athletes because they're there not only to help the athletes but also to protect them in the field so it's it's unique that at our miracle league participants are able to compete and and participate without having to tone it down or or use modified equipment and things to make it safe we, we utilize our student athletes to help keep things safe the other thing i wanted to ask you about um in terms of the competition and gearing up for this in September. Is there anything that you need help with or a way the public could be participating in this other than watching it on television? Well, obviously we always can utilize uh, financial assistance, monetary help. The Project 1-4 Foundation has set up a uh, designated account for Miracle League uh, and so that we can, they can ensure the, the success of the league for many generations to come. Uh, so hosting the all-star event is one of those things that comes out of that account. So supporting the Project 1-4 Foundation, making donations to them, uh, really goes a long way towards 
ensuring the success of this league for many years to come. Will there be other things like food trucks or anything ancillary to the event itself? Friday night we'll have all of our players and their families out to Sportscom and Lord willing the, the, the weather will be right and we'll be able to use Lysboro Beach um, and then we'll have food trucks out there. We'll have the home run derby that's going to open on the dirt field so we'll be running that all weekend long. Just like the all-star game, yes, home run derby. Yes, let them have the home run derby um, awesome. and so we'll have food trucks out there. We are still looking for a few food trucks that we'd like to have out there on Friday night and also Saturday all day. Um, and then on Saturday, we'll have our players coming through in, in buses, and uh, our city police are going to help us get them to the field in a timely manner. And then we'll have a couple of other sponsors that have some, some different booths out there, and they'll have their national sponsors in to, to kind of give you an idea of things that they, that they do nationally as well. What about other types of programs in Murfreesboro that are uh, um, only inclusive type programs? You know, the the thing that was so special about Miracle League, it, it was kind of the cornerstone. It, it kicked off the acknowledgement and it helped us integrate the recreation department into the special needs community so we could find out what those needs were and become more involved. So since the Miracle League has started, uh, the recreation department offers a program called Advantage Sports. It's very similar to Miracle League in that everyone participates regardless of ability. Uh, we have partners that come out. They do sports like flag football and basketball and, and a lot of the traditional sports. Uh, another piece to that was the city has partnered with Special Olympics and become an integral part of Area 16 Special Olympics. Uh, so those Advantage programs are really training athletes that will want to go on and compete in those different sports, we have a venue for that. So, uh, for example, we've got flag football coming up. We'll have our Advantage flag football, and those athletes that want to compete or, or have the uh, abilities to compete on a higher level, they'll be able to practice and prepare for a state Special Olympics competition. Uh, and the same thing goes throughout. Uh, the city has really stepped up in terms of offering programs, the golf, uh, course offers golf lessons on Fridays through golf season for Special Olympics athletes. Uh, the tennis center offers tennis. Uh, Sportscom does fitness classes. Uh, so there's programs pretty much three, four days a week for individuals with disabilities outside of the Miracle League. But of course, Miracle League is always our most popular. So how do these programs and then the Miracle League complement one another? So another one of those things that we do with the Advantage Sports um, in trying to uh, mirror what we do at the Miracle League, we're trying to take Advantage Sports into the schools um, as well. And so when we do basketball and football, like we just did a skill session with uh, Kevin Creasy over at Oakland High School for football. So they got to be out on that nice turf and, and get to experience that and, and tackling dummies and all of those things. And then we go into Advantage Basketball. And so we'll have skill sessions at the high schools with the basketball teams. And they're again, helping to integrate our, our athletes around for us, and our special needs athletes, and also our typical athletes that are in the high schools. And so that kind of mirrors what we're doing at Miracle League trying to change the culture and just help them to know that, hey, we go to high school together, we could eat lunch together too. 
So in the past, these kind of experiences and programs probably were not available. They're just becoming available right. in so many ways. A lot ways. of it was done through private groups and private parents, and a lot of that was the parents. And I think the commitment that Mayor McFarland and the city council made with the Miracle Field really opened the doors for the Recreation Department to be able to, to not only offer the programs, but to get integrated into the community so they could have more insight on what programs were needed and what was wanted. You know, uh, just with any youth development program, the physical exercise and physical activity is one, only one component. There's a social component that's very important, uh, and that's extremely important with our special needs communities. So. And support for the parents. Yeah, it's, absolutely. it's socialization for the parents also. It's, it's been very, very neat to see friendships develop with our parents and the parents asking, can our kids be on the same team so that we can hang out together during their game? Um, you know, it's not about the kids sometimes. Sometimes it's just keeping normalcy for the parents. And, and also just being able to say, hey, I'm having this issue with my child. Has this ever happened to you? Our kids have the same diagnosis. Um, and just having those, those gateways open for them. And it just, the, the kids are happier when they have activities. You know, it's, you would be surprised who wants to be competitive you um, and that's something that's been opened up you know with the with going to the football and letting them tackle those tackling dummies it takes the mama's breaths away but the the kid those boys were they, love it. they were ready <laughs> they were ready to do it again so if a, a parent or a participant is watching or listening to this program and they they're just unaware of how to get involved what do they do to to contact there's you several all? venues you know one of the best ways is to go to our our website, uh, MercerboroParks.com, and you know you can start through the Miracle League. We have Advantage Sports programs. Uh, you can also reach out through uh, Area 16 Special Olympics, uh, and the, they're all integrated. So if you reach out to Area 16 Special Olympics, our athletics team is a part of that, uh, and they're the ones organizing the activities and things. So uh, there's several different ways, but I would say the greatest, the easiest way is to just go to our website and communicate to us directly through the Recreation Department. So as we wrap it up, is there anything else you wanted to offer about the league or um, the uh, coming event, the All-Star Games? Anyone that wants to be a part of the All-Star event and wants to sponsor things, uh, there's a couple ways they can do that. They can contact us directly through Murfreesboro Parks or through the Project 1-4 Foundation. And if you go to their website, they've They've got a link set up specifically uh, for what sponsorship opportunities are available. All right, Thomas Laird with the Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department and Angie Keating with Miracle League of Murfreesboro. Thanks for being with us on The Insider. Thank You're you. welcome. Thank you. So Thomas Laird and Angie Keating have been joining us for uh, this edition of The Insider on Miracle League and the upcoming All-Star Games in September. Thanks for listening via Podbeam, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music Audible, and now we're also on Google Podcast. You can also watch The Insider right here on YouTube. Our producer is Michael Nevels. For more information on the city of Murfreesboro, just visit murfreesborotn.gov. You've been listening to The Insider, the city of Murfreesboro official podcast. I'm Mike Browning, and thanks for joining us. For more information on Miracle League and Miracle Field, visit MurfreesboroParks.com and click on Athletics. You can also find out what's happening with Miracle League on their Facebook page.